Welcome to this week's end of day's update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last weekend in Montana at Victory Church. People were so hungry for the end times and for the coming of the Lord. It's exciting to see people ready for Jesus to come back. Wow, we're living so close. Every week we get closer and closer. If you can, this next few days we'll be in Birmingham, Alabama starting tonight, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at Word of Life Church. And then if you can, this weekend we'll be in Amarillo, Texas at Accelerate Church and we'll be preaching online in Kalamazoo, Michigan at Valley Family Church Sunday as well. So it's wild to be in two places at once on Sunday. Jesus is coming back. Well, we're looking at uh, coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. Specifically, we talk about the, the rapture of the church is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs that make it so blatant. Why would we get into this? Because there's more verses written about what it would look like right before the coming of the Lord than anything. Why? So we'd have a heads up. And it's not about an escape theology. It's about a hustle theology. You see the finish line, you run faster. And man, you're looking at stuff happening every single week that point to the coming of the Lord. So we have a lot to do in a short period of time, but it's the most exciting, most expectant uh, time. We should be so filled with joy because we're about to see Jesus face to face. You know, Jesus rebuked them. He said, hey, the only time you ever rebuked the crowd was over not knowing what time it is. He said, you can tell what the weather is going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So he wanted them to know. So that's why we get into all this. And specifically, the church has to get a two-minute warning mentality, like in a football game. Uh, when the two-minute warning sounds, the quarterback's looking at the play clock because the plays are more crucial. So that's what we look at these events to show us how close we are because we have to think differently and, and be all in. So, wow, what's happened this last week? What an amazing week, really, in prophecy. It's pretty crazy. Not only did the United Arab Emirates have their ceremony at the White House yesterday, you had Bahrain join in as well. So these are the first two Arab countries since Jordan and Egypt to do this. This is a huge deal. The Palestinians are going crazy. They fired rockets, of course, from Gaza into Israel. That's how it blessed them to see these other Arab nations. Really, it's exposing the craziness of the Arab nations that want to annihilate Israel and making the ones that are more moderate seem normal. It's so amazing to see it happening, lining up exactly to the nations that are involved in the Ezekiel 38 war. It's flawless. So you had Jordan, you have Egypt, and you have soon Saudi Arabia will join. But it's pretty amazing to see the left-wing media, I mean the demonic left-wing media, uh, comment on this today saying it was a horrible ceremony. And I love that Fox News and some other uh, news agencies showed what the other uh, left-wing media said before when Israel was getting ready to move the, the, uh, the embassy from Tel Aviv into Jerusalem, how they downplayed that saying all these nations are going to go crazy. Not one of them went crazy. They all ended up liking what happened as opposed to a war breaking out. But man, Israel's have, go, having a, to do a lot of things right now to protect itself. You have the coronavirus has kind of exploded in Israel. There's a, a literally a, a 21-day lockdown coming. The airport's not going to be locked down, but they're really going to uh, having to go to extremes because it looked like it's grown so much. But in the midst of that, you had Israel do three airstrikes against Iranian missiles coming down from Iran down into Syria that'll make their way over to Hezbollah in Lebanon. Uh, three different ones. You had several people get killed. You had Iran firing missiles at our, the airport in Baghdad. It came real close to where some of American forces were. So Israel's having to preemptively strike like this to stop that weaponry from getting down there because the, the International Atomic Energy Agency came out again this week saying Iran has not only moved their production to another area, they're speeding up their production of nuclear uh, uranium and plutonium, enriching it for nuclear weapons. So basically Iran's been caught again. Iran got caught again this week having a plot against killing one of our ambassadors from South Africa. So it's a huge deal. They said basically 
World War III. Uh, not just America, but other nations said World War III will break out if something like that happens because America is going to retaliate in such a radical, strong way. It's going to be over the top. So you have all these things happening that, that are a setup for uh, the Antichrist. Just with watching the ceremony with Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates, all these nations are literally making peace with Israel. And what's going to happen after the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will come on the scene and make peace with basically Turkey and Iran with Israel. And the Bible calls that a, a covenant with death and hell. So you're watching the setup for that right now. Man, to see it flawlessly play out is even a little bit more different than we thought it'd be. But man, it's intriguing to see it happening because it's pointing to this massive uh, peace agreement that'll be for seven years. Now, it's not happening yet, but you can sure see the setup for it right now. I mean, with that, you've got China making some quotes about World War III. You've got Russia making quotes about, we kind of uh, came, came against them uh, diplomatically about those fighter planes involving with our bombers uh, doing their afterburners right in front of the cockpits of those B-52s. So Russia's doing crazy things. China's doing crazy things. And you really got Turkey and Iran doing the most crazy things right now. Just like that secular media, I've said it three weeks in a row, secular media in the Middle East said Turkey's completely surrounding Israel and even involving things in the northern part where Syria is to influence the Temple Mount. It's amazing how it all goes back to the Temple Mount. Remember, if you live west of Jerusalem, you read left to right. If you live east of Jerusalem, you read right to left. So everything revolves around that Temple Mount. So it's exciting to see the Sanhedrin and, and inspecting red heifers uh, for sacrifice because, man, Jesus is just about to come. Exciting to see that Feast of Trumpets this week is on uh, Shabbat. Amazing. So we're very close to the coming of the Lord. So let's always go to the Scripture and look at the signs because the, the Scripture, these signs that we talk about, some of them are prophesied 2,500 years ago, some of them a couple thousand years ago. It's pretty remarkable to be living when all of these verses are coming to pass. Pretty exciting. So what we have is Israel made a nation and Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. That's pretty remarkable that we're that generation that got to see that. But there's many more. We talk about it every single week. You have the Hebrew language restored. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to start having sacrifices. That's pretty crazy. You've got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. That happened this last year. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water first time in 2,000 years. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. That's Lamentations 5.18. So all these tangible things. I mean, uh, predatory birds, 182 different species of predator, 172 different species of predatory birds showing up in the land of Israel. The cleanup crews there right after the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, He calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up at the Battle of Armageddon. So... I mean, you got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. So all of these things that he, we, God put in the Scriptures there, so we'd have a heads up. And He said, lift up your heads. He doesn't want you downtrodden. He loves you so much. It's all about His love and His mercy so that we can see that Jesus is just about to come, so that we make changes in our lives. We, we harvest more. We get unselfish. We, we witness more than we've ever witnessed before in our lives. So all of these signs, men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. Those always get me. My favorite, though, is Aerosmith, Stephen Tyler got saved. That's the best one, praise the Lord. But you go from signs on to signals, and you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles four in a row a few years ago. When's the last time you had four blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles four in a row? 
1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. And 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. That's radical. Then you had the Bethlehem Star this last year. First time in 2,000 years. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus came together. At the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Bethlehem Star, those three planets came together. The constellation was Leo. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Many more celestial events keep happening, uh, coinciding with certain things happening with Israel in the last four or five years, especially huge ones. I mean, you've even had asteroids. We talked about it a few weeks ago. You've had asteroids come within 1,800 miles, 18,000 miles, and 180,000 miles. A couple of them weren't noticed until, uh, come here, England. A couple of them weren't even noticed until after they passed by. So uh, we're, we're privileged to watch all these verses come to pass to show us how close we are. We're about to meet Jesus face to face. Wow. Uh, we'll get to honor him in person. It's good to worship him and magnify him here. But so, so soon and soon, we'll be there right at the throne of God, a sea of glass, clear as crystal. Crystal's the only element that can't hide a flaw. We'll be flawless before the throne of God. Man, all because of what Jesus did. So we look at this because we're so excited because we're about to see the King, Jesus, face to face. What do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. See, England's chiming in on that. Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Do everything you can to be engaged. All hands on deck. This is it. Jesus is just about to come. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.